Oh, isn't it time for the Colorado High School Basketball Podcast? Why, yes it is. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Colorado High School Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Langley from Basketball Colorado. Joining me tonight is John Miller, my guy in the Springs that helps us out with Basketball Colorado. He goes and sees all the games in the Springs for us um, because I don't like to drive. (laughs) How you doing, John? I'm doing well on yourself. Fine. (laughs) Fine. Just little, little technical errors um going tonight but we're good um so how's this how's the season going for you how's it going in the spring so let's start there how's it going in um the well we got the three main teams that i think the state's well aware of and if not there will be with Fort carson five or it's 6a now and vista ridge and mesa ridge i'm sorry then we have Mesa Ridge and Air Academy in 5A. I got the I got the Metro League schedule up, so I've seen Vista Ridge. I just watched them play against Mesa Ridge Friday night, which, by the way, it's not an easy thing to tweet when you're playing, when you're watching two schools are both named Ridge. One's Mesa, <laughs> one's Vista, and just kind of remember which one's which. Yeah. But, um, that takes a little bit of uh, – little bit of skill to remember which one you're tweeting out because I was sending out scores and I was realizing, I was looking at it, did I get the right ridge in here? Do I have the right score on the right team? So, <laughs> but yeah, not too bad. Those are the main teams. It's weird season. This season's kind of odd. It just feels like that you have the dominant teams and then you just have, like some of the teams are interesting, like Palmer, that's a team of, they're playing well. They're, they're, all sophomores pretty much except for two kids mm-hmm. and um, they're, they're playing over 500 and yeah, they're a team to watch. They're going to be up and coming, but yeah, it's just a weird season overall outside of those, those three teams right there. It's almost as if no one's really stood out yet. Yeah. Well, what about uh, Mesa Ridge? I, I really didn't have them on my radar necessarily at the beginning of the year. Uh, what's their, you know, they, they've beaten, Let's see, they beat beaten Lewis Palmer. Air Academy? They haven't played Air Academy yet. Not yet? No. Nope. So, so they, they, they Lewis Palmer, they beat. They beat Pueblo South. They beat South. They've beaten, and then we'll go ahead and pull this up right here on Savali's game. You don't have to go through all nine, but like the ones that, you know, probably top ten-ish. Right. Yeah, uh, Lewis Palmer, Vista Ridge. Um, those are the main ones they beat in Pueblo South. So, so the, and, and they actually beat Pine Creek as well. And Pine Creek's nine and two. So those are probably the top teams they beat right there. But they do have a tough week coming up with Harrison and Palmer, a couple league foes. But with Mesa Ridge, they are extremely well on defense. That is their whole thing. It's just defense, defense, defense. And to give you an idea of how well their defense is, I was looking this up earlier, and I did see that. Give me one moment here while I pull this right back up. They're averaging 36 points a game to their opponents. That's it, just 36 points. That's all they give up? 
that's all I give up. Now, to give you an idea, I don't know what the new record is or the current record, but the last state record I knew of for most points given or less points given up per game was Sierra in 2000. That was a state record at the time. They gave up 41.8. Mesa's only given up 36. And what's more impressive is when I was in high school, almost 30 years ago, our whole goal was is do not hold a team to 10 points or less per quarter. Mm-hmm. That was the whole goal on defense. And back then, you didn't have the type of shooters you have now, the type of athletes. And to be able to do that nowadays is very impressive. Watching them play, it's just – it's fun to watch because they can be down and they're not worried because they know the defense is going to lock down and give their offense time to catch up. And that's exactly what happened against Vista Ridge on Friday night. They had one field goal in the first quarter. That came, I think, at the two-minute mark. They're down 12-3. to Then after that, they just – Slowly came back. We got within two. They get within two a handful of times. And this or just come back and hit a bucket or two and extend that lead again until the fourth quarter when Tevin Real hit a three. And he got fouled. The end one game, a two-point lead, 34-32, the first lead of the game, and they didn't look back. Mm. I don't know how well I'd be doing at a 34 to 30. Actually, I do know how well I was doing. <laughs> uh, when I watched Dakota Ridge and Vista Peak, uh, play earlier this year, and I think I think that final was 36-34. Mm. I was like, and granted, I gave I gave a whole lot of whole lot of. I wasn't too overboard because, like, oh, it's first game back, mm-hmm. break things like that. You know, it was it was it was a weird feel to the game. It was at a weird time. I wasn't really at a weird time, but it was just had a weird feel to the game. Speaking of weird. It's our 6A, 5A seasons are just weird. Yes. As you, mentioned, you know, as you mentioned, it's not uncommon for five, for four, five. Sorry, I'm going to slow down because with 6A this year, with having six classes and having it divided up, I don't think, well, one, I have to slow down and remember when I'm saying 5A versus 6A, mm-hmm. where those teams are. Two, I don't think it's done anything to really help the play um, because they based pretty much all of it on school size. I guess there were a couple of people that got to to move around because of, uh, you know, they got, they had the right people in the right committee so they could Mm -hmm. move their, move their buddies around uh, in the right spots. (laughs) Uh, But the, so I don't think it's helped the quality of play because it's the same basic teams that we usually see for 6A or up at the top. Mm-hmm. We always have continental teams, so we always see Rock Canyon. We see Mountain Vista. We see Thunder Ridge. We always have Centennial teams. Uh, Smoky Hills up at the top. Eagle Crest is one of the – how do I want to say this? They're an Jekyll and Hyde. Jekyll and Hyde. They're an enigma. I don't get them because one day they look like they can't be beat. They're they're beating Mountain Vista at their own game. They look like a number one team in the state. Everyone's playing well, and but just two week, two days before, you know, the week earlier, they lost three games in a you know two games mm-hmm. in a row. They've lost to Doherty. They've lost to, um, you know, losing to Rock Canyon's not. You know, 
isn't that big a deal to me. It's like, okay, yeah, that was going to be a tough game. I can see the, you know, two good teams playing, but it's just the way that they played in that game. And I'm just like, who are you guys? Anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so we will always have some in Cherry Creek. Now that the football players are back into it, uh, they've got their size back, like purchase is playing. Uh, they, they're, they might have, I would have to go back and look at rock Canyon and who all they've beaten. But uh, Cherry Creek just went through like five straight wins of beating like Regis and Thunder Ridge. And like they, they had a nice, nice five win streak there. That's why mm-hmm. I got up, up there. So you got your three Continentals, you got your three uh, Centennials, and then you got you always have Denver East. And then you'll always have, um, you know, a couple of teams from up north like Fossil Ridge. Mm-hmm. And then maybe someone else has been playing well will fall in there. But once we get kind of past, like I'm, I feel safe with three and, you know, we were talking earlier, you mentioned like four and five a after those three or four in both classes, like, psh, I don't know. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Sure. They can win it. Why not? In, because everyone's got their weak, weak spot. Right. right. And. Well, and just like you mentioned too, that's what. You know, similar to Eagle Crest, that's how Doherty's been playing this year down here. They lost to Legend by five points. They lost to Castleview by eight points. Both of them games they had a chance to win, they didn't. Free throws is what propelled Castleview in that one. They lost to Legacy 51-48. I believe it was that Legacy game. They were something like two for 18 from three-point land. Air Academy, they were up at halftime and got outscored by I think 14 in the second half, lost by 11. Then they lost to Thunder Ridge by 15, which I understand. Thunder Ridge, you know, they're just one of them teams, too, that just even a down year, they're still tough to beat. And mm-hmm. they lost to Cherry Creek yesterday by 11. But some of them games that they could have won, and it's just weird when I watch them, too, you see moments in the game where they will play so tough, and you're thinking, okay, and then moments you're like, what happened? Where did all that go from the first quarter, the first half that just disappeared? And it's just, it, it, it's tough. And I know JJ Brimble at Doherty is probably kind of frustrating at times because he sees that his team has the, they have the ability to win these games, but they're not pulling them out. So, you, you know, know they may be. Like, that, I think a lot it, of that has to do with, you know, not just JJ's team, but a lot of teams, we've got so much inexperience playing now. Right. And, it, you, and I don't say it used to be, but recently we've had it where, you know, you look at Thunder Ridge, they, they went back, they went back to back. And even though they may have lost a couple of pieces, they returned a chunk. And then mm-hmm. last year they graduated pretty much everybody but Drew Crawford. So um, that's been different. And then you kind of look at, um some so there's some other teams like Lewis Palmer where they're usually just reloading you know it's not really a rebuild they just like oh yeah these kids are coming up they had enough time they right. contributed um but that seems to be you know now you know like we were talking earlier Grandview starts two freshmen mm-hmm. yeah what's up with that um well, I know what's up with that but still um <laughs> you know there's six eight twins yeah you got to start them right. but um that that can play at that level, but uh, so so you just kind of look at that and you're like, um, it just like you said, youth. 
you know, and that's what Doherty too is. They're starting, you know, uh, they're starting guard. He started a freshman last year, Elijah Max, a sophomore this year. He's fun to watch, but they also lost a big man, James Pulliam, during the mm-hmm. summer. He surgery and he's out. So, you know, with them just youth. And, and you said a lot of teams, you know, like I mentioned a little bit earlier with Palmer, 10 sophomores, one junior, one senior. I mean, it's fun to watch them because they remind me of Air Academy two years ago when that core group was a bunch of sophomores. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's one thing. It's just it's just weird this year. It's just you don't see, like I said, dominant teams. And some of the teams that you've seen dominate in the past, they're not dominating like the Lewis Palmer. And it's, it's so weird because teams you see they're doing well, you're like, okay, this is – interesting this team's going like mesa ridge for example and you're like okay they're really coming up it's the opposite lewis palmer it's almost like geez they're nine and five that's a heck of a record to have you know how many teams wish they had that record right but we're so used to see them just dominating that this year like four years since they've had that four or five losses yeah i mean it's yeah i get it it. all right um we've got about uh seven minutes left (laughs) so uh (laughs) What what uh, what what games you heading to this week? So this week I'm going to go to Fount Fort Carson at Pine Creek. This week I think it's going to be a test for Fount Fort Carson because they start league play and they have three tough league teams in a row with at Pine Creek Thursday or Tuesday, Thursday's Vista Ridge at home. They're off this weekend and then next week they play Doherty. So they got the three teams, three of the top teams um, outside of them in the uh in the conference coming up so it's gonna be interesting to watch them play and outside of them there's not a really a whole lot of games for me to see this week i mean air academy discovery canyon may be interesting wednesday maybe um harrison at mesa ridge and mesa ridge another one too they're gonna have kind of the meat of their conference coming up they have harrison on Tuesday, and then they're at Palmer on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the main games pretty much this week. Gotcha. I think I'm going to head um, – I don't know. Let's see. I, I, I can't get out on Tuesday. If I could get out on Tuesday, there's a couple of real interesting games like Highlands Ranch and Thunder Ridge. I've seen that, yeah. Uh, like just like I kind of want to know where they're at. Like, okay, are you guys for real? Because when it's kind of like looking at um, Fountain Fort Carson's record, you go, eh, you haven't really played anyone above, you know, I, I know the I know the Vegas tournament was a little more competitive, but they haven't really played anybody. Um, right. That's, that's, you know, someone that were like, yeah, that's, that's a legit team. Right. Um, not not trying to be mean to anyone. No, but, I mean, um, yeah, and, and that's why I think this week's going to be the test for them. And then uh, what was the other one? Uh, Rock Canyon and Regis looks kind of interesting. Uh, Smoky Hill and they play Eagle Crest on Wednesday. That mm-hmm. one I might get to. Uh, that that one I think is pretty interesting. The one team I think has uh, I think even though Creek's playing Arapaho and Mullen. I think it's like, okay, looking at Creek, how mature are you? Because Creek's another one of those teams. They start two freshmen or Mm -hmm. two play a lot. I know the Hammond's uh, brother, the youngest brother is a freshman, and Fran's youngest brother is a freshman, Frank. And um, they, you know, they play a lot. So 
you know, it's kind of a test for both with Mullen and Arapaho where it's, are we mature enough not to just be up for Thunder Ridge? Can we play at the same level we were playing at Thunder Ridge against Arapaho and Mullen right. and not kind of like regress? Um, you know, Fossil Ridge wasn't playing one this, this week. Or they have three games, but I didn't think there was one that was going to be big of a test. Oh, Mountain Vista, Denver East on Tuesday, if I could get out on Tuesday. I'd probably head to that one because, again, for Mountain Vista, it's a good test. East, it's more of a test because, okay, this is the Mountain Vistas, the Rock Canyons of the world. Those are what they see. Sweet 16, Elite Eight, Final Four, can they hang? You know, are they mature enough? because that's another team that had a big, big loss of talent from mm-hmm. last year's final four team. And you're like, okay, are they, are they mature enough to, to handle um, a team like Mountain Vista? And then I did see Friday jumping ahead. If I had time to get up there, I wouldn't mind seeing this a meet at Holy family. That might be fun. I'm curious to see how that one turns out. I'm leaning toward Mead on that one still, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's see, let's see. Let me look at my five A games I wrote down real quick. Um, I realized I was talking six A mainly. Want to make sure that I keep my five A people happy. I think for Frederick this week, because Thompson Valley did play so well earlier in this in the season. Mm-hmm. Thompson Valley and Severance might be interesting games for Frederick. Um, and then there isn't really something that I think, oh, uh, Vista Peak plays Denver South. That's kind of interesting because it's Vista Peak's first year in uh, the DPL. They kind of merged some Aurora teams in, into the DPL there. And then uh, Silver Creek plays Windsor. That's a top 10 game. And that's pretty much it as far as um, interesting games for me in 5A this week. And, and it kind of goes with what we were talking about earlier, too, about how this year is. Even you, know, you look at games for the week, and there's been times in the past I've seen weeks, and it seemed like every week there was a big game that stood out. Mm-hmm. This year it doesn't seem like it's the case. It's okay, yeah. Here's here's a good game. This one might be interesting. This one we'll see and we'll give it a shot, type of thing. But just right. and I hope too, it's just this just almost a quote unquote down year just for the season. It's all where we get back to where we've been in the past. I mean, right. And that's and, you know, we were talking earlier about that. Like, is it the parody or is it just the level of play, the the skill level, the right all of that is that all of that just coming in and showing right now where we're getting some some games that are we're just scratching our head and it's the youth you know how young players are the lack yeah. of experience and, and also though too i think and we kind of touched a little bit on this earlier but some of the teams you look at and their, their win-loss record really isn't as good as you would think but it's because they played tougher teams mainly like you said, really south, south. They're just, they're just, they're six and five. And you may think too, it's like, well, but like you stated, they're, they're playing six, eight teams. So that's, they're playing, they're playing everyone good. It's like their coach went out, she went out and found, I want this good team. I want this good team. I want this good team. I want this good team and line them up 
and we'll see where we're at. Yeah. You know, they played Smokey. They played LP. They played Air, um, Air Academy. They played Mesa Ridge. They played Arapaho. Um, but at, at a point, though, even though you're in those games, you got to find a way to start winning them, especially for a group that we have mm-hmm. such high esteem for in South. Right. Well, we better sign off here, sir, before we get kicked off. All righty. All right. That's uh, the Basketball Colorado podcast uh, this evening. Uh, join us again next week. Uh, or I don't know if it's going to be next week, but join us again soon. And uh, we'll, we'll keep looking at the season and maybe we'll preview some bigger games uh, as, as the season winds down. Of course, we'll be back for our playoff uh, predictions and so on as well. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Thanks, John. All right, Matt. You guys take care. You too. All right. Thanks for joining us here on the Colorado podcast. We'll talk to you next time.